Genesis chapter 1. This is the um, English Standard Version. The Word of the Lord. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without, was without form and void, and darkness was over the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. And God said, Let there be light, and there was light. And God saw that the light was good, and God separated the light from darkness. God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And there was evening, and there was morning, the first day. And God said, Let there be an expanse in the midst of the waters, and let it separate the waters from the waters. And God made the expanse and separated the waters that were under the expanse from the waters and that were above the expanse, and it was so. And God called the expanse heaven, and there was evening, and there was morning the second day. And God said, Let the waters under the heavens be gathered together in one, into one place, and let the dry land appear. And it was so. God called the dry, dry land earth, and the waters that were gathered together he called seas. And God saw that it was, it was good. And God said, Let the earth sprout vegetation, plants yielding seed, and fruit trees bearing fruit in which is their seed, each according to its kind and on earth, and it was so. The earth brought forth vegetation, plants yielding seed according to their own kinds, and trees bearing fruit in which is their seed, each according to its kind. And God saw that it was good. And there was evening and there was morning, the third day. And God said, Let there be lights in the expanse of the heavens to, to separate the day from the night, and let them be signs and for seasons, and for days and years. And let them be lights in the expanse of the heavens to give light on, upon the earth. And it was so. And God made great, two great lights, the greater light to rule the day and the lesser light to rule the night, and the stars. And God set them in the expanse of the heavens to give light on the earth, to rule over the day and over the night, and to separate the light from the darkness. And God saw that it was good. And there was evening and there was morning the fourth day. And God said, Let the waters swarm with swarms of living creatures, and let birds fly above the earth across the expanse of the heavens. So God created the sea creatures and every living creature that moves with which the waters swarm according to their kinds, and every winged bird according to its kind. And God saw it was good. And God blessed them, saying, Be fruitful and multiply, and fill the waters in the seas, and let the birds multiply on the earth. And there was evening and there was morning, the fifth day. And God said, Let the earth bring forth living creatures according to their kinds, life shock and creeping things, and beasts of the earth according to their kinds. And it was so. And God made the beasts of the earth according to their kinds, and the livestock according to their kinds, and everything that creeps on the ground according to its kind. And God saw that it was good. Then God said, Let us make man in our, our image after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the heavens and over the livestock and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created him. And God blessed them. And God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth and subdue it. And have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the heavens and over every living thing that moves on the earth. And God said, Behold, I have given you every plant yielding seed that is on the face of all the earth 
and every tree with the seed in its fruit, you shall have them for food. And to every beast of the earth, and to every bird of the heavens, and to everything that creeps on the earth, everything that has the breath of life, I have given every green plant for food. And it was so. And God saw that everything he had made, and behold, it was very good. And there was evening, and there was morning, the sixth day. This concludes Genesis 1. I'll be reading from Genesis chapter 2 from the New King James Version. Verse 1. Thus the heavens and the earth and all the host of them were finished. And on the seventh day God ended his work in which he had done. And he rested on the seventh day from all his work which he had done. Then God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it. Because in it he rested from all his work which God had created and made. This is the history of the heavens and the earth when they were created in the day that the Lord God made the earth and the heavens before any plant in the field was in the earth and before any herb had not caused it to rain. Okay. Herb of the field had grown for the Lord God had not caused it to rain on the earth and there is no man to till the ground. But a mist went up from the earth and watered the whole face of the ground. Verse 7. And the God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed life into his nostrils, the breath of life, and man became a living being. The Lord God planted a garden eastward in Eden, and there he put the man whom he had formed. And out of the ground the Lord God made every tree grow that is pleasant to the sight and good for food. The tree of life was also in the midst of the garden and the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Now a river went out of Eden to water the garden and from there it parted and became the four river heads. The name of the first is Pishon. It is the one which skirts the whole land of Havilah where there is gold and the gold of that land is good. Bedelium and the onyx stones are there. The name of the second river is Gihon. It is the one which goes around the whole land of Cush. The land of the third river is, the name of the third river is Hidekel. It is the one which goes towards the east of Assyria. The fourth river is the Euphrates. Verse 15. Then the Lord God took man and put him in the Garden of Eden to tend and keep it. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree in the garden you may freely eat, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat. For in the day that you for in the day that you eat it eat of it, you shall surely die. Verse eighteen. And the Lord God said, It is not good that man should be alone. I will make him a helper comparable to him. Out of the ground, the Lord God formed every beast of the field and every bird of the air and brought them to Adam to see what he would call them. And whatever Adam called each living creature, that was its name. So Adam gave names to all the cattle, to all the birds of the air, and to every beast of the field. But for Adam, there is not found a helper comparable to him. Verse 21. And the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall on Adam, and he slept. And he took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh in its place. 
Then the rib which the Lord God had taken from man he made into a woman, and he brought her to the man. And Adam said, This is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman, because she was taken out of man. Verse 24. Therefore a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and they shall become one flesh. And they were both naked, and the man and his wife, and were not ashamed. This concludes chapter Genesis chapter 2. Word of God. Genesis chapter 3 from the King James. Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, hath God said, You shall not eat of every tree of the garden? And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God had said, Ye shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. And the serpent said unto the woman, Ye shall not surely die, for God doth know that in the day ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be open, and ye shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was pleasant to the eyes, and the tree, and a tree to be desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit thereof, and did eat, and gave also unto her husband with her, and he did eat. And the eyes of them both were open, and they knew that they were naked. And they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves aprons. And they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God amongst the trees of the garden. Verse 9. And the Lord God called unto Adam and said unto him, Where art thou? And he said, I heard thy voice in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked, and I hid myself. And he said, Who told thee that thou wast naked? Hast thou eaten of the tree, whereof I commanded thee that thou shouldest not eat? And the man said, The woman whom thou gavest to me, to be with me, she gave me of the tree, and I did eat. And the Lord God said unto the woman, What is this that thou hast done? And the woman said, The serpent beguiled me, and I did eat. And the Lord God said unto the serpent, Because thou hast done this, thou art cursed above all cattle and above every beast of the field. Upon thy belly shalt thou go, and dust shalt thou eat all the days of thy life. And, it, and I will put enmity between thee and the woman, and, and between thy seed and her seed. It shall bruise thy head, and thou shalt bruise his heel. Verse 16. Unto the woman he said, I will greatly multiply thy sorrow and thy conception. In sorrow thou shalt bring forth children, and thy desire shall be to thy husband, and he shall rule over thee. And unto Adam he said, Because thou hast hearkened unto the voice of thy wife, and hast eaten of the tree of which I commanded thee, saying, Thou shalt not eat of it. Cursed is the ground for thy sake. In sorrow shalt thou eat of it all the days of thy life. Thorns also and thistles shall it bring forth to thee, and thou shalt eat the herb of the field. In the sweat of thy face shalt thou eat bread till thou return unto the ground. 
for out of it was thou taken, for dust thou art, and unto dust shalt thou return. Verse 20, And Adam called his wife's name Eve, because she was the mother of all, of all living. Unto Adam also and to his wife did the Lord God make coats of skins and clothe them. And the Lord God said, Behold, the man is become as one of us, to know good and evil, and now lest he be put forth his hand and, and take also of the tree of the life and eat and live forever. Therefore the, the Lord God sent him forth from the garden of Eden to till the ground from whence he was taken. So he drove out the man and he placed at the east of the garden of Eden cherubims and a flaming sword which turned every way to keep the way of the tree of life. This concludes Genesis chapter 3. Genesis chapter 4, I'm reading out the New King James Version. This is the word of the Lord. Now Adam knew his knew Eve, his wife, and she conceived and bore him Cain, and said, I have acquired a man from the Lord. Then she bore again, this time his brother Abel. Now Abel was a keeper of sheep, but Cain was a tiller of the ground. And in the process of time, it came to pass that Cain brought an offering of fruit, of the ground to the Lord. Abel also brought the firstborn of his flock and of their fat. And the Lord respected Abel and his offering, but he did not respect Cain and his offering. And Cain was very angry, and his countenance fell. So the Lord said to Cain, Why are you angry, and why has your countenance fallen? Verse 7. If you do well, will you not be accepted? And if you do not do well, sin lies at the door, and it and its desire is for you, but you should rule over it. Now Cain talked with Abel his brother, and it came to pass when they were in the field that Cain rose up against Abel his brother and killed him. Then the Lord said to Cain, Where is Abel your brother? He said, I do not know. Am I my brother's keeper? And he said, What have you done? The voice of your brother's blood cries out to me from the ground. So now you are cursed from the earth, which has opened its mouth to receive your brother's blood from your hand. Then you, when you till the ground, it, is, it shall no longer yield its strength to you. A fugitive and a vagabond, you shall be on the earth. And Cain said to the Lord, My punishment is greater than I can bear. Surely you have driven me out this day from the, from the face of the ground. I shall be hidden from your face, and I shall be a fugitive and a vagabond on the earth. And it will happen that anyone who finds me will kill me. And the Lord said to him, Therefore, whoever kills Cain, vengeance shall be taken on him sevenfold. And the Lord set a mark on Cain, lest anyone finding him should kill him. Verse 16. Then Cain went out from the presence of the Lord and dwelt in the land of Nod on the on the east of Eden. And Cain knew his wife, and she conceived and bore, bore Enoch. And he built a city and called his name of the city after his, the name of his son Enoch. To Enoch was born Irad, and Irad begot Mahujael, and Mahujael begot Methushael, and Methushael begot Lamech. Then Lamech took for himself two wives. The name of one was Adah, and the name of the second was Zillah. And Adah bore bore Jubal, Jabal, and he he was the father of those who dwell in tents and have livestock. 
His brother's name was Jubal, and he was the father of all those who play the harp and flute. And as for Zillah, she also bore Tubal-Cain, an instructor of every craftsman in bronze and iron, and the sister of Tubal-Cain was Nema. Then Lamech said to his wives, Ada, Zillah, and Zillah, hear my voice. Wives of Lamech, listen to my speech, for I have killed a man for wounding me, even a young man for hurting me. If Cain shall be avenged sevenfold, then Lamech seventy-sevenfold. And Adam knew his wife again, and she bore a son and named him Seth, for God had appointed another seed for me instead of Abel, whom Cain killed. And as for Seth, to him also a son was born, and he named him Enosh. Then men began to call on the name of the Lord. This concludes chapter 4. Genesis chapter 5, I'll be reading from the New King James Version. Uh, This is the word of the Lord. This is the book of the genealogy of Adam. In the day that God created man, he made him in the likeness of God. He created them male and female and blessed them and called them mankind in the day they were created. And Adam lived 130 years and begot a son in his own likeness after his image and named him Seth. After he begot Seth, the days of Adam were 800 years, and he begot sons and daughters. So all the days that Adam lived were 930 years, and he died. Seth lived 105 years and begot Enosh. After he begot Enosh, Seth lived 807 years and begot sons and daughters. Verse 8. So all the days of Seth were 912 years, and he died. Enosh lived 90 years and begot Canaan. After he begot Canaan, Enosh lived 815 years and begot sons and daughters. So all the days of Enosh were 905 years, and he died. Canaan lived 70 years and begot Mahalalel. After he begot Mahalalel, Canaan lived 840 years and begot sons and daughters. So all the days of Canaan were 910 years, and he died. Verse 15. Mahalalel lived 65 years and begot Jared. After he begot Jared, Mahalalel lived 830 years and begot sons and daughters. So all the days of Mahalalel were 895 years, and he died. Jared lived 162 years and begot Enoch. After he begot Enoch, Jared lived 800 years and begot sons and daughters. So all the days of Jared were 962 years and he died. Verse 21. Enoch lived 65 years and begot Methuselah. After he begot Methuselah, Enoch walked with God 300 years and begot sons and daughters. So all the days of Enoch were 365 years, and Enoch walked with God, and he was not, for God took him. Methuselah lived 187 years and begot Lamech. After he begot Lamech, Methuselah lived 782 years and begot sons and daughters. Verse 27. So all the days of Methuselah were 969 years, and he died. Lamech lived 182 years and begot a son. And he called his name Noah, saying, This one will comfort us concerning our work and the toil of our hands, 
because of the ground which the Lord has cursed. After he begot Noah, Lamech lived 595 years and begot sons and daughters. So all the days of Lamech were 777 years, and he died. And Noah was 500 years old, and Noah begot Shem, Ham, and Japheth. This ends chapter 5. Genesis chapter 6, I'll be reading out of the Legacy Standard Bible, verse 1. Now it happened when men began to multiply on the face of the land and daughters were born to them, that the sons of God saw that the daughters of men were good in appearance, and they took wives for themselves, whomever they chose. Then Yahweh said, My spirit shall not strive with man forever, because he indeed is flesh, nevertheless his days shall be a hundred and twenty years. The Nephilim were on the earth in those days, and also afterward, when the sons of God came into the daughters of men, and they bore children to them. Those were the mighty men who were of old, men of renown. Verse 5, then Yahweh saw that the evil of man was great on earth, and that every intent of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. And Yahweh regretted that he had made man on the earth, and he was grieved in his heart. And Yahweh said, I will blot out man whom I have created from the face of the land, from man to animals to creeping things and to birds of the sky, for I regret that I made him, that I made them. But Noah found favor in the eyes of Yahweh. Verse 9, these things are the generations of Noah. These are the generations of Noah. Noah was a righteous man, blameless among those in his generations. Noah walked with God, and Noah became the father of Three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Now the earth was corrupt before God, and the earth was filled with violence. And God saw the earth, and behold, it was corrupt, for all flesh had corrupted their way upon the earth. Then God said to Noah, The end of all flesh has come before me, for the earth is filled with violence because of them. And behold, I am about to destroy them with the earth. Make for yourselves an ark of gopher wood that you make the, you shall make the ark with rooms and you shall cover it inside and out with pitch. Verse 15. Now this is how you shall make it. The length of the ark, 300 cubits. Its breadth, 50 cubits. And its height, 30 cubits. You shall make a window for the ark and complete it with one cubit from the top and set the door of the ark inside of it. You shall make it with lower, second, and third docks. Verse 17, As for me, behold, I am bringing the flood of water upon the earth to destroy all flesh in which the breath of life, in which is the breath of life. From under heaven, everything that is on earth shall breathe its last. But I shall establish my covenant with you, and you shall enter the ark, you and your sons and your wife and your sons' wives with you. And everything of all flesh you shall bring two of every kind into the ark to keep them alive with you. They shall be male and female. Verse 20. Of the birds of their kind and of the animals of their kind, every creeping thing of the ground after its kind, two of every kind will come to you to keep them alive. As for you, take yourself some food. Take yourself some of all food which is edible and gather it to yourself. And it shall be for food for you and for them. Thus Noah did according to all that God had commanded him. So he did. This ends the reading of chapter 6. Genesis chapter 7. 
I will be reading from the New King James Version. Then the Lord said to Noah, Come into the ark and all your household, because I have seen that you are righteous before me in in this generation. You shall take with you seven each of every clean animal, a male and his female, two each of animals that are unclean, a male of and his female, also seven each of bird wait yeah seven each of birds of the air, male and female, to keep the species alive on the face of all the earth, for after seven more days I will cause it to rain on the earth. Forty days and forty nights, and I will destroy from the face of the earth all living things that I have made. And Noah did according to all that the Lord commanded him. Noah was six hundred years old when the flood waters were on the earth. Verse 7. So Noah with his sons, his wife, and his sons' wives went into the ark because of the waters of the flood, of clean animals, of animals that are unclean, of birds, and of everything that creeps on the earth. Two by two they went into the ark, to Noah, male and female, as God had commanded Noah. And it came to pass after seven days that the waters of the flood were on the earth in in the six hundredth year of Noah, Noah's life. In the second month of the seventeenth day of the month, on that day all the fountains of the great deep were broken up, and the windows of heaven were opened, and the rain was on it, and the earth for wait on the earth forty days and forty nights. Verse thirteen. On the very same day Noah and Noah's sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth, and Noah's wife, and the three wives of his sons were with them, entered the ark, they and every beast after its kind, all cattle after their kind, every creeping thing that creeps on the earth after its kind, and every bird after its kind, every bird of every sort, and they went into the ark of Noah, to Noah. Two by two of all flesh, in which is the breath of life, so those that entered, male and female of all flesh, went in as God had commanded him, and the Lord shut him in. Now the flood was on the earth forty days. The waters increased and lifted up the ark, and it rose high above the earth, and the waters prevailed and greatly increased on the earth, and the ark moved about on the surface of the waters, and the waters prevailed exceedingly on the earth, and all the high hills under the whole heaven were covered. The waters prevailed fifteen cubits upward, and the mountains were covered, and all flesh died that moved on the earth, birds and cattle and beasts and every creeping thing that creeps on the earth, and every man, all in whose nostrils was the breath of the spirit of life, all that was on the dry land died. So he destroyed all living things which were on the face of the ground, both man and cattle, creeping thing and bird of the air. They were destroyed from the earth. Only Noah and those who were with him on the ark remained alive. And the waters prevailed on the earth 150 days. This concludes the reading of chapter 7. I'm reading from the New Living Translation, 
Genesis chapter 8. But God remembered Noah and all the wild animals and the livestock with him in the boat. He sent a wind to blow across the earth, and floodwaters began to recede. The underground waters stopped flowing, and the torrential rains from the sky were stopped, so the floodwaters gradually receded from the earth. And after 150 days, exactly five months from the time the flood began, the boat came to rest on the mountains of Ararat. Two and a half months later, as the waters continued to go down, other mountain peaks began to became visible. After another 40 days, Noah opened the window that he had made in the boat and released a raven. The bird flew back and forth until the flood waters on the earth had been dried up. He also re released a dove to see if the water had receded and it could not find dry ground. But the dove could not find a dry place to land because the water still covered the ground. So it returned to the boat and Noah held out his arm and drew the dove back inside. After waiting another seven days, Noah released the dove again, and this time the dove returned to the to him in the evening with a fresh olive leaf in its beak. Then Noah knew that the flood waters were almost gone. He waited an, another seven days and then released the dove again. This time it did not come back. Noah was now 601 years old, on the first day of the new year. Ten and a half months later, the flood began. I mean, ten and a half months after the flood began, the flood waters had almost dried up from the earth. Noah lifted back the covering of the boat and saw that the surface of the ground was drying. Two more months went by, and at last the earth was dry. Then God said to Noah, leave the boat and all of you, your, you and your wife and your sons and their wives, release all the animals and the birds, the livestock and all the small animals that scurry along the ground so that they can be fruitful and multiply throughout the earth. So Noah, his wife, and his sons and their wives left the boat. 19. And all of the large and small animals and the birds came out of the boat pair by pair. Then Noah built an altar to the Lord, and there he sacrificed as burnt offerings the animals and the birds that had been approved for that purpose. And the Lord was pleased with the aroma of the sacrifice and said to him, I will never again curse the ground because of the human race, even though everything they think or imagine is bent toward e evil from childhood. I will never again destroy all the living things. As long as the earth remains, there will be planting and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night. And that's the end of chapter 8. I'll be reading from Genesis chapter 9, from the ESV version of the Bible. Verse 1, 
And God blessed Noah and his sons and said to them, Be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth. The fear of you and the dread of you shall be upon every beast of the earth and upon every bird of the heavens and upon everything that creeps on the ground and all the fish of the sea. And to your hand they are delivered. Every every moving thing that lives shall be food for you. As I gave you the green plants, I give you everything. But you shall not eat flesh with its life that is its blood. And and for your lifeblood I will require a reckoning. From every beast I will require it, and from man. From his fellow man I will require a reckoning for the life of man. Whoever sheds the blood of man, by by man shall his blood be shed. For God has made man in his own image. Verse 7, And you be fruitful and multiply, increase greatly on the earth, and multiply in it. Then God said to Noah and his sons who are with him, Behold, I establish my covenant with you and your offspring after you. And with every living creature that is with you, the birds, the livestock, and every beast of the earth with you, as many as come out of this ark, it is for every beast of the earth. I establish my covenant with you that never again shall all flesh be cut off by the waters of the flood, and never again shall there be a flood to destroy the earth. And God said, This is the sign of the covenant that I make between you, me, between me and you, and every living creature that is with you for all future generations. Verse 13, I have set my bow in the cloud, and it shall be a sign of the covenant between me and the earth. When I bring clouds over the earth, and the bow is seen in the clouds, I will remember my covenant, and that that is between me and you and every living creature of all flesh. And the waters shall never again become a flood to destroy all flesh. When the bow is in the clouds, I will see it and remember the everlasting covenant between God and every living creature of all flesh that is on the earth. God said to Noah, This is the sign of the covenant that I have established between me and all flesh that is on the earth. The sons of Noah who went forth from the ark were Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Ham was the father of Canaan. These three were the sons of Noah, and from these the people of the whole earth were dispersed. Noah began began to to be a man of the soil and planted a vineyard. He drank of the wine and became drunk and lay uncovered in his tent. Verse 22, And Ham, the father of Canaan, saw the nakedness of his father, and told his two brothers outside. Then Shem and Japheth took a garment, laid it on both their shoulders, and walked backward, and covered the nakedness of their father. Their faces were turned backward, and they did not see their father's nakedness. When Noah awoke from his wine, and knew that his youngest son had done what his youngest son had done to him. He said, Curse be Canaan, a servant of servants shall he be to his brothers. He also said, Blessed be the Lord, the God of Shem, and let Canaan be his servant. May God enlarge Japheth, and let him dwell in the tents of Shem, and let Canaan be his servant. Verse 28, And after the flood, Noah lived 350 years. All the days of Noah were 950 years, and he did, and he died. Genesis 10, the New King James. Now this is the genealogy of the sons of Noah, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. And the sons were born to them after the flood. The sons of Japheth were Gomer, Magog, Madai, Javon, Tubal, Meshech, and Tiras. The sons of Gomer were Ashkenaz, Riphath, and Togamah. The sons of Javan were Elisha, Tarshish, Ketam, and Dodanim. 
From these, the coastland peoples of the Gentiles were separated into their lands, everyone according to his language, according to their families, into their nations. The sons of Ham were Cush, Mizram, Put, and Canaan. The sons of Cush were Seba, Havilah, Sapta, Ramah, and Sabbatak. And the sons of Ramah were Sheba and Dedan. Cush begat Nimrod. He began to be a mighty one on the earth. He was a mighty hunter before the Lord. Therefore it is said, like Nimrod, the mighty hunter before the Lord. And the beginning of his kingdom was Babel, Erech, Akkad, and Kana in the land of Shinar. From that land he went to the Assyria and built Nineveh, Rehoboth, Ur, Kalah, and risen between Nineveh and Kalah, that is the principal city. Mizraim begot Ludim, Anamnin, Lehabim, Naphtutim, Pathrusim, and Kalushim, from whom came the Philistines in Kaphtorim. Canaan begot Sidon, his firstborn in Heth, the Jebusite, the Amorite, and the Girgashite the Hivite, the Archite, and the Sinite, the Arvatite, the Semarite, and the Hamathite. Afterward, the families of the Canaanites were dispersed, and the border of the Canaanite was from Sidon as you go toward Gerah as far as Gaza, then as you go toward Sodom, Gomorrah, Adma, and Sabium as far as Lasha. Verse 20. These were the sons of Ham according to their families, according to their languages, in their lands and in their nations. And children were born also to Shem, and the father of all the children of Eber, the brethren, the brother of Japheth, the elder. The sons of Shem were Elam, Asher, Afar, Sad, Lud, and Aram. The sons of Aram were Uz, Ul, Gather, and Mash. Arphaxad begot Zalah, and Zalah begot Eber. To Eber were born two sons. The name of one was Peleg, for in his days the earth was divided, and his brother's name was Joktan. Joktan begat Almadad, Shelef, Hazarmapheth, Jerah, Hadaram, Uzal, Dikla, Obal, Abimel, Sheba, Ophir, Havilah, and Jobab. All these were the sons of Joktan. And their dwelling place was from Mesha as you go toward Sephar, the mountain of the east. Verse 31. These were the sons of Shem, according to their families, according to their languages, in their lands, according to their nations. These were the families of the sons of Noah, according to their generations, in their nations. And from these the nations were divided on the earth after the flood. That's the end of chapter 10 of Genesis. All right, we'll be reading chapter 11 of Genesis. I'm reading from the NKJV version. Let's start in verse 1. Now the whole earth had one language and one speech, and it came to pass as they journeyed from the east that they found a plain in the land of Shinar, and they dwelt there. Then they said to one another, Come, let us make brick and bake them thoroughly. They had brick for stone, and they had asphalt for mortar. And they said, Come, let us build ourselves a city and a tower, whose top is in the heavens. Let us make a name for ourselves, lest we be scattered abroad over the face of the whole earth. But the Lord came down to see the city and the tower which the sons of men had built. And the Lord said, Indeed, the people are one, and they have all one language." 
This is what they begin to do. Now nothing that they propose to do will be withheld from them. Come, let us go down and there confuse their language, that they may not understand one another's speech. So the Lord scattered them abroad from there over the face of all the earth, and they ceased building the city. Therefore its name is called Babel, because there the Lord confused the languages of the earth, and from there the Lord scattered them abroad over all the face of the earth. Verse 10. This is the genealogy of Shem. Shem was 100 years old and begot Arphaxed, two years after the flood. After he begot Arphaxed, Shem lived 500 years and begot sons and daughters. Arphaxed lived 35 years and begot Selah. After he begot Selah, Arphaxed lived 403 years, begot sons and daughters. Selah lived 30 years and begot Eber. After he begot Eber, Selah lived 403 years and begot sons and daughters. Eber lived 34 years and begot Peleg. After he begot Peleg, Eber lived 430 years and begot sons and daughters. Peleg lived 30 years and begot Ru. And after he begot Ru, Peleg lived 209 years and begot sons and daughters. Ru lived 32 years and begot Serug. After he begot Serug, Ru lived 207 years and begot sons and daughters. Serug lived 30 years and begot Nahor. After he begot after he begot Nahor, Serug lived 200 years and begot sons and daughters. Nahor lived 29 years and begot Tira. After he begot Tira, Nahor lived 119 years and begot sons and daughters. Now Tira lived 70 years and begot Abram, Nahor, and Haran. Verse 27. This is the genealogy of Tira. Tira begot Abram, Nahor, and Haran. Haran begot Lot. And Haran died before his father, Tira, in his native land, in Ur of the Chaldees. Then Abram and Nahor took wives. The name of Abraham's wife was Sarai, and the name of Nahor's wife was Milcah, the daughter of Haran, the father of Milcah, and the father of Iscah. But Sarai was barren, she had no child. And Tirul took his son Abram and his grandson Lot, the son of Haran, and his daughter-in-law Sarai, his son Abram's wife, and they went out with them from Ur of the Chaldees to go to the land of Canaan, and they came to Haran and dwelt there. So the days of Terah were 205 years, and Terah died in Haran. That concludes chapter 11. Our reading chapter 12 from the Holman Christian Standard Bible. I want to glorify God that I get to read this because pastor didn't know, but verses 1 through 3 are some of my favorite in the in the whole Bible, because we see Christ and we see God's heart for missions. So, chapter 12. The Lord said to Abram, Go out from your land, your relatives, and your father's house, and the land that I will show you. I will make you a great nation. I will bless you. I will make your name great, and you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you. I will curse those who treat you with contempt, and all the peoples of the earth will be blessed through you. So Abram went, as the Lord had told him, and Lot went with him. Abram was 75 years old when he left Haran. He took his wife Sarai, his nephew Lot, all their possessions they had accumulated, and the people he had acquired in Haran, and they set out for the land of Canaan. When they came to the land of Canaan, Abram passed through the land to the site of Shechem at the Oak of Morah. At the time, the Canaanites were in the land. Then the Lord appeared to Abram and said, I will give this land to to your offspring, 
So he built an altar there to the Lord who had appeared to him. From there he moved on to the hill country east of Bethel and pitched his tent, with Bethel on the west and I on the east. He built an altar to Yahweh there, and he called the name of Yah- called on the name of Yahweh. Then Abram journeyed by stages to the Negev. Verse 10. There was a famine in the land, so Abram went down to Egypt to live there for a while, because the famine in the land was severe. When, the land, when he was about to enter Egypt, he said to his wife Sarai, Look, I know that what a, what a beautiful woman you are. When the Egyptians see you, they will say, This is his wife? They will kill me, but leave, let you live. Please say you're my sister, so it will go well for me because of you, and my life will be spared on your account. When Abram entered Egypt, the Egyptians saw that the woman was very beautiful. Pharaoh's officials saw her and praised her to Pharaoh, so the woman was taken to Pharaoh's household. He treated Abram well because of her, and Abram acquired flocks and herds, male and female donkeys, male and female camels, female slaves and camels. 17. But the Lord struck Pharaoh and his household with severe plagues because of Abram's wife Sarai. So Pharaoh sent for Abram and said, What have you done to me? Why did you not why did you tell me she was your wife? Why didn't you tell me she was your wife? Why did you say she is my sister? So that I took her as my wife. Now here is your wife. Take her and go. Then Pharaoh gave his men orders about them, and they sent them away with his wife and all he had. This is the word of the Lord.